0: gonna be a feel good Friday for sure oh my goodness I don't even know where to begin we might as well start from the beginning uh Anaheim Ducks and the Sharks of course they went into overtime and a shootout Anaheim got the best out of San Jose a couple days ago ah that don't matter anymore because the losing streak is over seven games in a row it's all in the past now. Literally, I am so happy that all that um jazz will be left behind us in the month of February of 2022. Um so yeah, today or tonight, the Sharks defeated the Islanders in a shootout. Oh man, it feels so good. You know what? Um Reimer came up big, he has some great saves, including a magnificent glove save maybe some of you might argue that it was shot into his glove but nonetheless you know he was pretty much uh lane and on the blue plate on the blue paint in the crease and man anyways i'm just i'm so excited i i'm lost for words it's i've been waiting for this for a long time um it's been a long time coming sounds like sharks finally win the game without eric carlson how about that anyways huh <sighs> I finally got that off my chest. Let's focus in on what tonight's uh, podcast is for. Or tonight's episode. Uh, Before I begin, please, by all means, feel free to drop a comment or send us a message. Do not be shy. Um, Not necessarily trying to uh, sell this to you. Just simply saying uh, the intention of this show is to uh, have everyone's take Everyone's voice in Sharks territory to be involved. So, if you like to be involved, you could do so by dropping a comment on our Instagram live story. Some of you might be tuned into Twitch, YouTube, or on our Facebook page. So, I encourage you to visit us on our Instagram at Shark City Hockey. Or, if you want to hear your voice on this episode as we go live, drop us a message. It's on our link tree, but the website speakpipe.com. S P E A K pipe.com com forward slash shark city hockey. You got up to five minutes. If you want to use all five minutes for your message, be my guest. Uh, with that being said, I want to cover some of the news that was, you know, released hot topic in Sharks territory. And that is the news coming from the front office. Sounds sharks, uh, team president was interviewed, um, Or more or less took a media call, I guess, is the more appropriate way to say it. Kind of like a state of the franchise, right? Um, And these reports and, you know, some of these quotes and reports I'm coming from, uh, straight from events and just for the the sake of keeping the natural flow, I'm just going to give credit to the sources right now. Uh, Special thanks to San Jose Mercury News and The Athletic for the following information provided in this next segment. And no, I'm not saying he provided directly to me. I'm just simply saying I'm a subscriber. And, you know, this is where the source of this information is coming from. All right. With that being said, uh, Jonathan Becker told reporters this was Wednesday, so on yesterday, that the team isn't looking to rebuild, which has to be exciting. I'm pretty sure a lot of you out there are thinking. Like, well, of course they're going to say that, right? But um, let me just stick to this side before we get into the fan reaction, because I do want to cover fan reaction. And again, I invite you to drop a comment in the Instagram sec uh, comment section or drop us a message on speakpipe.com forward slash Shark City Hockey. Um, so um, team president saying, listen, we're not trying to rebuild a team, nor are we trying to intentionally lose. Um, kind of gave his take on why he believes the attendance has just been at all time low. That's a nice way of putting it, to be honest. Um, so pretty much to sum it up and then we could get into more of the details. Some of the quotes, um, you know, he says the pandemic, he says is pretty much one of the biggest reasons. And, um, Pretty much also, which is kind of shocking for me and a topic that I usually try to stay away from when I'm doing my, um, my shows, he says that essentially like the mandates vaccine mandates and all that played a huge factor as well. Um, so that was pretty, um, interesting, pretty much, you know, saying that the fan base may not be comfortable. There's people that don't want to go outside because they're not feeling safe. So you know, right away, the fan base reacted with like, well, what about our neighbors, right? You have uh, the Niners, who are literally like 15-minute drive away. And then you have the Golden State Warriors. Niners, for me personally, like, I know it's, you know, open air, outdoor, right? But that's 70,000 people, like, right next to each other still, right? So, um, you know, he kind of talks about how they want to continue to make the playoffs each year so if you don't mind i'm just going to start quoting so i don't like kind of put words in the mouth of the team president here so he says we are highly unlikely this is a quote and i say and i never say never highly unlikely to go through a proactive rebuild Having said that, we are going to get younger, we're going to get faster, we're going to make some changes, that's the part we're going to market to fans and focus on. We do hear from a minority of fans, it's hard to gauge exactly how big they are, how many of them there are, but they are quite vocal. They do manage to get a hold of my email and send me periodic emails about a rebuild. The reality is in our market, in particular, in Northern California, there's a fight for a share of entertainment dollar. Not just sports, but all entertainment whatsoever. If your product's not engaging, people don't interact with it frequently. End quote. That's probably about as much of like uh, word for word I'll do for the rest of the show. Uh, just for the sake of, um, again, just, I'm not trying to take part. I'll just be I'll just kind of jump around back and forth if you don't mind but I'm not trying to take my part and what I honestly feel my take on this whole thing is it was like one big commercial. Uh some of you may have uh heard this earlier today uh for some of you who follow us on Instagram we got together um off of a podcast just kind of like a informal just you know chit chat before the game. But essentially, you know, every news article Every entity that covered Sounds of Sharks Hockey on social media, this is all this they talked about, um, and it was in a matter where it was like I'm telling you, not I. It's just my opinion, but it felt like honestly, it felt like a, a commercial to me, and I'll tell you why a little bit later. Um, so team president goes on to talk about how, you know, he likes the bigger crowds, and again, like I mentioned, people in his own words, some people are not comfortable coming back to mega events. 5,000, 10,000. Obviously I point out the fallacy in that argument with uh, the other leagues down the road. But in terms of sharks, hockey goes, they're obviously trying to re-energize uh, the, the fan base, trying to get them back in a tank. The biggest news probably of them all was that yeah, they're going to have a brand new uh, video display scoreboard center ice. Right, you know, brand new video. I'm just going to call it TV. All right, because apparently the, like, typical name that people say um, isn't, like, in fashion anymore. I I grew up calling them Titantrons or Jumbotrons. Um, I guess it's a video display. I forgot what they said. This, they they're calling this something like um a lore of some kind of, like... Something bold. I forgot what it was. Anyways, I'm not going to say it. Um, but anyways, point I'm trying to get at is the jumbotron. Okay, for for uh, everyone out there who is used to hearing that word. Okay, let me regather my thoughts. My apologies. So yeah, I just I'm trying not to to laugh as a delirious. My apologies, but it it is kind of laughable, right? It's like the sharks just ended a seven game winning streak, but prior to that, they were trying to introduce all these like. Um, like marketing campaigns that's that's what they they feel like to me you know like they started talking about uh, the 365 membership and how they're going to turn it into like a subscription service like a monthly subscription service you know like being a ticket holder now is the equivalent of being like a netflix subscriber or if you have hulu or something right um so i'll get into that a little bit later Uh, they're introducing a thing called till tokens so one token one till token equals a dollar um, you know, all all these ways to trying to, like, get the fans to be in the stands. But anyways, um, so with, with most of you out there probably already, like, read up on this, or, um, maybe even seen the actual interview. But, uh, with that being said, I want to move on to some of the fan reaction, uh, because that's what's intriguing to me. Hey, what's going on, Zack? Um, so oh man again i felt like it was a big commercial a lot of the stuff a lot of the information that was shared uh for me felt like it was like rephrased you know what i mean it's not a rebuild you know what i mean um or my favorite it's like um saying how the owner will spend to the cap that like has been the identity to spend to the cap it's not that we don't have any salary cap space is that we spend to the cap <laughs> Anyways, um, I think I think at one point he uh, he even mentioned like that they're not deliberately losing, and I think he, and again, don't quote me on this, but if I'm not mistaken, I thought I've read him saying a lots of lines that they know teams that deliberately lose. Apparently, the Sharks aren't one of them, so you know we don't have nothing to worry about. But uh, yeah, a, b- a big screen tokens, you know, that's definitely gonna want me to go to a game, right? Anyways, uh, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying and and the whole like token thing that that to me feels like it's more of a push towards downloading the app i mean first it was for discounts then it was for hearing shark games on the app instead of on the radio then it was how you got your tickets then it was for easier quicker entry into the tank with a with a you know health pass you know now now we're gonna all try to earn some shark bucks like literally you know what i'm saying like It's just, to me, it seems like, you know, another um, way to try to market the app and download it. Um, I think think at some point in the interview, it was mentioned or shared that the reason why the Shark Tank is so empty is because season ticket holders are no longer coming to the games. You know, unless the Shark season ticket holders include multiple third-party vendors, I highly doubt season ticket holders ghosting the Sharks is the reason why the tank is empty. Um, I'm telling you, I think I said this on the last podcast that uh, we all talk Sharks hockey, but you could buy tickets leading up to the face off almost anywhere and everywhere. I'm not going to say the sites here, but you all have heard them before. You've all seen them on TV. You've all um, probably visited and purchased tickets from them before. So there's definitely um, affordable alternatives out there too for those of you who say that they're pricey. But the point I'm trying to get at is there are so many tickets available for sale like leading up to the game. I'm almost certain that that's right there is what's adding up to the majority of the empty seats. So if it's season ticket holders, if that's what the data suggests, then I wonder if... All these, again, third-party vendors are the ones who are your season ticket holders because it just doesn't add up. Anyways, obviously, I'm just a fan. I'm limited to the information I have, the stuff I read on my subscription news, and, uh, you know, the things I can see with my own eyes. Anyways, so yeah. A lot of fans out there, right away, they took the social media to be like, you know, um to react to like, hey, so the the whole issue with people not feeling safe. They they point out that how this county and by they I'm not speaking about anyone I'm not speaking of anybody specifically I'm just saying like this is the overwhelming uh, comment that I'm seeing on all these threads uh, by multiple fans. So one of the more common comments is how the area we live in, Santa Clara County the Bay Area, how we have one of the more higher, um, inoculation rates than the rest of the country. So in other words, you know, and then people are going to concerts and they are going to, you know, um, football games and basketball games, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, Hey, I think in about a week from now, they're going to start allowing people to be in the tank without the mask. So, You know, the point I'm trying to get at is, it's been kind of something that, in my opinion, isn't really a factor. I mean, I think it's actually a little extreme to suggest that most people are afraid to go outside and take the risk to enjoy their life and watch a hockey game. I am sure that there are people out there that take those precautions. I remember when this thing first started. I took the precautions. And just like most of you out there, we did the quarantine, right? So uh, as I get back on topic with the whole Sharks thing, I highly doubt that the pandemic is the reason um, fans are not showing up to the tank. I highly doubt it because they're showing up everywhere else. Anyways, I digress. Uh, Another comment that stuck out to me. Was how people are just... They love to point out the disconnect of team ownership to the fan base. Sometimes even the team in general. Like the overall operations. Team operations. Um, I can't really speak for any of that. But as a fan, I can speak on what I feel about ownership. And... um, Nothing... um, Necessarily negative like I don't have any like problems I understand where fans coming from feeling like you know the owner is necessarily uninvolved and then you have the front office uh, most of the time whoever is in the position of the team president and that happens to be uh, Mr. Uh, Jonathan Becker for the last few, uh, five six years right so longer if, if it's longer my apologies But anyways, the point I'm trying to get at is, um, you know, he in a way has kind of become like the face of, or or, excuse me, he's like inherited that role where, you know, the owner may have be the one to answer said questions and et cetera, et cetera, right? Anyways, so some people just feel like, hey, if he's unavailable, then what makes them think that he's involved in the team? So we keep getting that reassuring, oh, you know, He's involved in the team. He's watching players overseas. He's watching the young sharks players, etc. Right, but uh, the fans don't see it. So it's you know, it's it's hard to like uh, digest or it's hard to like take in. I guess when you go there and you see one thing, but you're being told another, and what you go and you see, which some sharks fans are saying, is a team that looks like they're not even trying to win. Um, for a lack of a better term, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but you know they're essentially saying like, like I'll just say it this way: uninspired. Okay, just that's. I feel like the fact that the team president has to actually acknowledge that they're not trying to tank this season is just a testament to the fact that that's what the what it looks like on the ice. Um, perhaps he's trying to correct the way fans perceive it, but I mean. That's asking for a miracle, you know what I'm saying like you're essentially trying to ask or tell or you know you're you're suggesting for people to not like like um see it for what it is you know what I mean if it swims like a shark and it attacks like a shark, it's probably a shark in this case you know um we're we're looking at a at a team where um after tonight, thank goodness. We got two points. Uh, Up till this game, the Sharks are averaging one point in the standings per game. So, you know, statistically, we're still in it. You know, I mean, we don't have what they would say, you know, a playoff percentage or playoff chances aren't higher than 10%. That's for sure. But, you know, none of that really matters to me. Um, Like I said previously, as long as we can make the playoffs, I don't even care if they make a deep playoff run. I just want to see some playoff hockey. I want to see some hockey, um, in like late April. You know what I'm saying? Um, because it's exciting, regardless of the outcome, to see your team in elimination tournament, um, style, um, hockey. Anyways, uh, back to the topic. So, yeah, you know, I feel like this was kind of like lightweight trying to like change the way we perceive the Sharks. Again, like, you know, we're not, um, you know, a lot of people talk about contracts. They've been talking about contracts for years. A lot of people have been talking about, oh, they're playing for draft position for years. And a lot of this comes from from media sources. Okay. So it's not like the fan base is just kind of like running with it. A lot of this stuff may stem from a couple of articles of um people who are supposed to be close to the team. so the point I'm trying to get at is like I feel like that's halfway what this um whole thing involved uh, this whole like media event or media call involved was trying to like reaffirm um that we're not throwing the seasons uh we're not um interested in rebuilding. Etc. Etc. And then the other half was like a marketing campaign. Here's a big screen TV. Here's a subscription-based membership. Here's some tokens. You know, what I'm saying like, um, I feel like that's that's just gonna like kind of go over people. Like they're not gonna uh, resonate with it, in my opinion, because it's more or less the same thing. It's just being rephrased. You know, what I'm saying, or it's being like um, dressed up. To try to, you know, attract more of, uh, you know, obviously season ticket holders is where the bulk of their um, their revenue comes from with ticket sales, right? Um, So, yeah. It was a little uninspiring, to say the least. That's just my opinion. Um, So, I am very opinionated, like most people in Sharks territory but I try my best to keep it like logical and rational. And I also don't want to be someone who just speaks about and points out the obvious potentially sound like they're complaining, but have like no suggestions or no like solution. So, um, another part of this podcast I want to focus on is some of the ideas that I personally think would bring in more fans. And, um, hey, feel free to take these ideas. Anyone in Shark's territory, if you're into marketing or whatever it is do, please, please embrace these ideas. They may not even be good ones. I don't know yet. We'll see. But um, if if any of them just, you know, um, catch your attention, or if any of them kind of like, you know, if it makes sense, by all means, I don't care. Adopt it. Anyways. So I like to start off with a program that does exist. Um, so this is kind of starting like at a young age. So there's a thing called reading is cool program. That sounds like sharks. They partnered up with K through five schools. And, um, essentially it's like a, to, to sum it up from, for those of you who may not know who, uh, what it has or what it is, or may have not been exposed to it while you're studying here in the Bay area. Uh, essentially it's like a book report club. Um, i don't know about club that might be the wrong terminology but nonetheless is you do you do reading and as you do your reading you report your progression with your class um top reading class they get some awards at the end of this whole like um you know at the end of the determined uh duration i believe it's um no i believe it's october through february anyways um but long story short is they offer tickets to those who complete their um their reading, their book, their books, assignments, or reports, uh, the best class to get a visit from SJ Sharkey. When I was young, <laughs> that was a while back ago, that program used to exist for uh, middle schoolers. And I remember specifically being able to go to a game for being a part of that program. And I believe it was like seventh grade. No, eighth grade. It was the eighth grade. Anyways, right now it's fifth grade. I think that, and this is just one of the ideas, right? We, we have a list to go down, okay? But I think one of the things that they should do is they should expand that, you know, maybe K through 12. May, maybe the high schoolers is asking too much, but they definitely should at least extend it back to middle school, K through eight. Because, in my opinion, um, you, it's you're connecting more with the fan base, especially at a time in their life where, where, you know, like becoming associated with things such as brands or uh, teams. It's, you know, it's usually during that time in their life when they start to mature. Um, I digress. Uh, There's a thing called silver Creek sports plex on the South side of San Jose. And I've played there before. I've actually donated some of my goalie equipment there to be honest with you. But, um, they're actually, they actually, you know what, a little a little sidebar here is Haley from the Sharks. I believe he, I don't know if he is now, but I believe he was like half owner or part owner. Um, don't quote me on that, but the point I'm trying to say is that there is some ties with the Sounds of the Sharks to the Silver, uh, Silver Creek Sportsplex, pardon me. And it's not a, pr- a promo, by the way. I'm just using examples, you know, from, um, you know, the, the way hockey has influenced... Not just um, you know my life, but other people here in the Bay Area. Uh, Silver Creek Sportsplex, they have free adult classes and youth instruction classes. My idea is that they should have sharks visit those youth instruction classes. Maybe give a lesson. Um, it's roller hockey, by the way. And most families cannot afford to put their children in ice hockey programs. Which makes roller hockey leagues... Um, more, even more popular because they're affordable or accessible. That's how some people may even see it. Um, so I think if they start to put a little bit more into the hockey community, perhaps you know you could start to, to have more impact. The sport of hockey is what I'm trying to say could have a more impact uh, with some of the future fans. And um, with that being said, when they, you know, those are just two ideas. I'm not going to get all in depth. I'm just thinking, like, you know, how they could affect the surrounding community. There's actually another uh, rink on Roosevelt Park that's off of uh, Santa Clara Street. So, for those of you who've been to the Shark Tank, the main road to get down there is East Santa Clara Street. If you were to continue to go um, east, uh, <laughs> East Santa Clara Street, you can go east. That's so helpful. <laughs> if you were to continue to go toward the downtown area and make your way up down that street, eventually you'll hit a park called Roosevelt. Um, whether or not you want to hang out there or whatever, that's a whole other story. But the point I'm trying to get at is that there is a hockey rink out there. It's an outdoor roller hockey rink, and that right there is also affiliated with the sounds of sharks. Um, so I think that outdoor hockey rink. Is I played there before. Uh, when when I got into the Sounds of Sharks. I was inspired to um, play roller hockey. Because I believe. I'm not too sure if it was through that reading school program or not. It may have been. But anyways. Point I'm trying to get at is. Uh, they offered a free, uh, a free season. A free summer season. Right. So. Point I'm trying to get at is. If you want to get fans to go to hockey games, you got to get them to care about the sport of hockey and maybe put another rink somewhere else in the city might, and you know, give more communities access to this sport. Then that right there will probably, um, in my opinion, now this is more of a long uh, down the road, uh, strategy, but I think that right there will start to help with the attendance. Uh, maybe not immediately. Um, but anyways, that's what I'm thinking. Just get more involved, in the community, get more involved with, uh, youth programs, um, get more involved. And I'm saying youth because, you know, adults, whatever, right? No, i was kidding. Anyways, uh, what I'm trying to say it's like, you know, adults are going to make their own choices, right? Like, um, they're either going to go there or not, but if you want to have a, a fan base for the next generation, that's where you got to start. So I'm trying to say, um, anyways, and I guess because that's kind of like how, I took my path to being a huge hockey fan. Anyways, uh, just my two cents. Now, once you get these people there, um, you know, you could do your... I'm not going to suggest any pricing. A lot of people are complaining about prices of food, the prices of um, parking, the prices of tickets. Ticket prices is kind of a slap. I remember Section 101 used to be like 80 something dollars But, you know, back in then a bag of potato chips was probably 25 cents. So and that sounds so long ago for some of you out there, for anyone who was born in 2000 or later, you're probably thinking like, wow, 25 cents. What were you back in the twenties, 1920s? And it was, um, point trying to get at is the pricing of the tank. It doesn't really phase me too much. Yeah, they've gone up, but so has everything else. So, you know, it's kind of common sense. Uh, maybe they've gone up a little too much. Definitely uh, should they adjust their pricing based on the, the current team performance. I don't I don't like that idea It's kind of like the way that they kind of fluctuate pricing based on the opponent or the day of the week. I Want my ticket to cost the same all the way across the board. I don't care if you're doing a free a free jersey um, giveaway Because when you go to the free jersey games That ticket costs more, so you're essentially buying it. That's how I feel. Anyways, um, so stuff like that doesn't really faze me too much. It's when I'm inside the tank, the atmosphere of the tank. Obviously, it's hard to judge when there's only, like, today there's 11,000 people in the stands. That's pretty solid compared to, like, it did feel, like, a little bit more, um, you could feel the vibe even when at home. There's definitely more people that showed up tonight. That was, that was pretty nice to see. Um, but they haven't seemed to take it. It needs to be on point. Now this will probably be one of the most unpopular topics I'll ever say. And I don't want to get too controversial with it. But I'm just going to say it as simple as this. They need to bring back Rock and Roll Part 2. Or they need to find a goal song. That will bring together the fans in unison with a cheer. This current song. It just doesn't work. There's not a solid tempo. There's not a solid, like, um, there's not too much solidarity when it comes to the cheers. You know, dun, 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 dun. hey, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, come on. I remember in the past, you know, got the Till organ playing the song, and then the whole entire 17,000 plus people yelling, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like that was more impactful and more and, and it just sounded so much more intimidating for the uh, visiting club I'm telling you there's a whole different vibe um s- speaking of audio the audio at the tank needs to desperately change um I'm not trying to be a hater I really I'm really not trying to like because the way I see it is a lot of the songs that they have they probably there's some kind of like music licensing that's affiliated with that so who knows? You now that might be why you hear select choices. Also, I'm certain that for those of you who like to suggest, because I feel this way too, like why don't they play more music from our area? We're the Bay Area. We have, you know, we have people that are legends here in San Jose, as well as people who are legends from, um, you know, Frisco and from Oakland. So it's kind of like, why are we playing? All these songs that don't even Connect to like this generation's Um you know taste And um All I could think About is maybe the Sharks In terms of sponsorship In terms of ownership Who knows maybe that far up Um maybe it's something that's not Worth like um The trouble Like if they're trying to put together something clean Like a a family fun environment You know um Hearing some some songs from like Barrier Legends like Mac Dre. You know, they play they play some of like, you know, the mainstream ones, but we're talking about the slaps, right? <laughs> the good stuff. Um you know, it may cause too much more trouble than what's worth the play, so to speak. But they gotta find a way to to change I mean they gotta change the music period. That whole playlist needs to go. <laughs> someone someone stop uh someone hit shuffle. From their archives or something, because this current playlist is bad. They played the same freaking songs even through through the warm ups. I'm I'm seriously like I hear it every time in the pregame. It's the same song every time. As a hockey player, I don't think I would enjoy that. Like seriously, and I play like in rec leagues. You know what I'm saying? Like I can imagine what a professional hockey player. With the state-of-the-art uh, sound system inside of an NHL arena would be thinking. Having to listen to that same stuff over and over. Change it up. Get the guys inspired. Get the fans going. Um, Like, why do we have a trumpet blowing? Charge! You know, what happened to the best organ sound in the world? Followed by sharks. I guess what I'm trying to say is completely abandoning what made Sharks game special is kind of like turning the lights on at a dance club, right? Like, this completely messes up the vibe. So, Sharks gotta really reconsider going back to their roots on everything. Everything. Um, You know what I'm trying to say. The jerseys too. Now, this is going to kind of be one of the more unpopular suggestions that I have for like how to increase the um the in-game experience uh because I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm actually a 49ers fan for those of you who want to know. If you're an Oakland Raiders fan, that's cool. Got love for you too, you know. Y'all in Vegas now. But but I stick to the Bay. Anyways, <laughs> uh you know, uh the Cowboys, they have a video screen that's kind of similar to the Sharks interactive locker room. Um, that you see when you enter the arena, you know, it's the screens or touch screens. It looks like their jerseys are hanging in the locker room and you touch, and you touch a certain area on the screen and you either get like information or video replays, all that good fun jazz. Um, well, the Cowboys had one that's super, um, super like innovative and I'm surprised that we don't have it here being, you know, a team in, uh, the, the capital of Silicon Valley, but essentially it's like a modern photo booth. That creates a selfie of yourself with like the members of the team surrounding you. Like it literally like looks like they run up from like to gather into the group picture with you. It's pretty awesome. And I was just thinking right away when I seen that. I was like that would be the dopest for lack of a better term. um, Thing or feature at the Shark Tank. Right now they're showing us pictures of murals. Like look at these murals. Look at these murals. Look at these paintings of things you can see 10 minutes down the road. <laughs> if you're going to deck out the shark's tank and decorations like that in paintings. I feel like um, it should make you feel like you're in the depths swimming with sharks. So the pregame show needs to step it up a notch is what I'm trying to um, transition to especially as well but the overall gist with the previous comment was the minute you walk into the tank to the time you get to your seat you should feel like you're in the presence of sharks you should feel like you're in an actual shark tank you know i don't want to say like you're in the ocean you know i mean because it's called the tank you want to kind of stay with the theme but you should feel like okay the nhl kraken the one thing that they got cracking for them is the path to the ice to the rink? They have the video screen set up, and it looks like you know uh, there's a kraken looking at the um, the players. Like that stuff would be awesome around the arena inside, within the hallways. Maybe a video screen or graphic that looks like there's sharks swimming by. Maybe a shark like grabs whatever maybe if we're playing the penguins that day they have a, a shark snatch up a penguin and you know i mean i don't know but you're trying to say you know whatever the animation you want to choose but i'm trying the point i'm trying to get at is make it feel like we're, we're inside of a shark tank i want to be like i want to see sharks everywhere and don't make it a, Hallowe- a halloween house or whatever a haunted house but you know let's let's get you know let's get something going in there let's get that atmosphere up cuz they are saying that apparently They're going to give it a Madison Square Garden type renovation. So that's some exciting news too. So I'll give that a plus. Um, We'll see what happens. Of course, they're kind of like leaning toward the whole construction that's going on in downtown San Jose. My bad as I kind of bounced around on uh, that last topic back to this one. But um, what I'm trying to say is their lease is up in a couple of years. Their option to stay in San Jose... Is pay rent every like it's like a year to year, a year to year lease. And this is my opinion, especially with what they're doing with the whole, um, all these till tokens and all this stuff, you know, trying to find more ways to get cash. <laughs> um, I'll get into that in a minute, actually. But the point I'm trying to get at is. It's refreshing to hear that, hey, maybe they're going to just stick to downtown San Jose because it did feel like for a second there that they're looking for a means to leave downtown San Jose. And, you know, even before, like, it's it's kind of weird, but it was like, oh, these construction projects and traffic and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But like just like six years ago, five, six years ago, um, when they renewed this whole thing. When they, when they, when this uh, lease that they have this deal, they had that ends in a couple of years when they first signed it, when they first inked it, that saved the team during that time. So where we're at now, if if you are a Sharks fan that remembers that going down, uh, the details of it essentially were that, yeah, we'll stick around from here, but we'll see what happens. The Sharks might look to like have a new arena. And that would make sense too, because the Shark Tank is is kind of getting um, on its years. It's been on its years. I mean, the away goalie has to sit in the in the stands for goodness sake. But um, let me get back to the to the, the suggestions on improving the um, the Shark Tank experience. So yeah, the pregame show needs to step it up a notch. Uh, it can't it cannot solely depend on video projection on the ice. ...loud music and flashing lights from the seats. You know what I'm saying? So... ...they've had this for years... ...overseas where the players... um, ...or they have a pregame show... ...and the projection that was on the ice... ...was almost like an interactive movie... ...where someone on the ice... ...was... um, ...you know, they had to stay on certain spots... ...maybe the ice was cracking... And started to float around and maybe a shark came out. I'm pretty sure some of y'all out there have seen it. But the point I'm trying to get at is um, that would have been more, for me, that would have been more entertaining to see than just a bunch of like bouncing sharks and this is shark's territory and welcome back. And, you know, all this text, you know. <laughs> um, but at this point, I think Vegas does it now. So it it, w- it just wouldn't feel right so I digress from that, but you you know what I'm trying to say is the point I'm trying to get at is showcase where we're from. We're from Silicon Valley. Showcase what we are. We are sharks. There's need to be there's need to be more of that um, overwhelming theme in the Shark Tank, in my opinion. Um, I think another thing that they should do with the video display uh, around the rim of the upper bowl. Uh, you know you have. It's kind of like the divider between the upper bowl and the lower bowl. But there's a video LED uh, display screen that goes around the tank. I feel like they should feature social media feeds of tweets or pictures from Instagram by fans who are there in the stands. You know what I'm saying? Get, Get it more engaging that way. And make it free, for goodness sake. Because one of the things that just grinds my gears is having to pay for SJ Sharky to come visit you and take a selfie. Like, I think they call it a Sharky. I don't even know. Is Sharky Graham? I'm not too sure what it is. All I know is that I remember a time when Sharky would be in the crowd and he would sometimes just. Act like a rock star and just be all up in your section, in your seats. And that was for free. If you happen to be one of the lucky um, fans who was in the area that he visited and he messed around with and and messed with the fans, that was awesome. Took pictures of fans. That was great. But now you have to pay for that. Like, talk about being money hungry. (laughs) You know, it's dressed up as a package, but come on. That's, that's like like Santa Claus charging kids for presents or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's how ridiculous it sounds when you ask for cash to see the team mascot. Anyways, so, yeah. They need to get actually sharky in the crowd more often. Get rid of this stock. Like, it sounds more and more like a baseball game in there at that stock audio. They have tracks of the organ they play it after the periods why can't they do that throughout the game i, I just don't get it anyways so yeah sharks need to go back to the roots they need to well i won't say need i suggest the sharks go back to their roots in terms of bringing back the atmosphere bringing back some of the programs that they were involved in the late 90s early 2000s when they were involved with the community with the youth with these programs uh, with the roller hockey maybe put some more rinks around san jose to their credit they did approve a rink i think they call them till tops i could be wrong but it's in merced so they are in essence expanding the sport of hockey throughout the, the Northern California region, going into central Cali. But um I feel like they need to do it like more immediately within their community here in San Jose. Um but yeah. I covered a lot of ideas. I don't think I'm gonna go back and summarize them. Um I don't know what y'all think about them. Maybe you think those are whack <laughs> maybe maybe they sound pretty chill i don't know i'm just thinking of the simplest things that can be done to have a drastic change um featuring the region you're from silicon valley going back to the roots go back to what made going to a charts game special you know that organ sound the uh the goal song the jerseys SJ Sharky all up in the place, shooting t-shirts into the crowd, seeing blimps and Zambonis decked out as sharks. I remember those little uh, blimps used to drop, like, little packages, little prizes. You know what I'm saying? Like, they gotta go back to something like that, in my opinion. Like, make that place feel like, like the Shark Tank. Anyways... And that is pretty much all I have for tonight. We've been going on for a minute here. Thank you to everyone who's joined me on Instagram and on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Um, shout out to rocker Zach again, uh, shout out to, um, my boys over here in shark city. You know who you are and, um, to the rest of y'all sharks fans out there in sharks territory. Um, Sharks won. It's going to be a feel good Friday. We finally got two points, won a game without Eric Carlson. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Supposedly, there's not a rebuild. Supposedly, we spend to the cap. So who knows? Maybe the Sharks are going to make the playoffs because that's was was mentioned as well that they try to put together a team to win. They're not deliberately trying to tank. We'll see. Anyways, I'm Aaron James. This is the Shark City Podcast. Uh, Don't forget to check out the webpage, sharkcity.com. Until next time we get together, uh, let's go Sharks.